What's up, everybody? Welcome to your week one. Congratulations on putting yourself first and making yourself a priority. This is where it's all going to change. This is where your life begins. So welcome to this. So what we are going to talk about today is everything you're going to need to get started, which first off is setting that me time. So setting that me time might mean, you know, rearranging a few things in your life, might mean getting the kids to bed a little bit earlier the night before and setting that alarm clock so you're getting up before they even rise, before they even wake up, so that you're working on yourself before your family even gets up. What is What did your meet, setting up your me time look like? It looked like exactly that. So it was preparing the night before, so getting the things ready for school, lunches and stuff, getting that all prepped and then setting my alarm clock, getting up before they even woke up and then smashing out my i'd usually set my alarm for like two hours before they got up so that i could do my training do my me time and then also shower and prepare myself before they even got up so that by the time they get up mum's already made breakfast mum's already got lunches ready everything's ready to go everyone's got, you know it's a good start to the day for the whole family mm. mine was so I, I like training in the middle of the day mm-hmm. and it's for that reason as well because no kids are around yeah. like even alex is like usually doing her own thing yeah. So that time, it's like the perfect time to have me time. That's good. That's good. And yeah, I just I just make sure that, like you said, everything evolves around that. So even if I'm in the middle of work, I'm like, sorry, it's yep. time to clock out for a little while. That's it. You've got to make it at a time where you won't have excuses. Where like there's nothing's going to pop up. This For me, getting up early meant, you know, I wasn't going to be distracted. There was really no excuse to not get it done. So it just made it easier to adapt to once i got into the habit of it did you have to like um talk to talk to tom like and let him know like this is what i'm I'm gonna do like i need your support or anything like that not really this was me and and like i think for the first couple of weeks he didn't even know i was doing it because it was done before he even got <laughs> up so i think he's he more or less noticed the changes in me as a person rather than you know what time i was getting up in the morning or what i was doing before they even woke up he was more noticing those those awesome changes that everyone chases which is i was happier i was he was like what hey, what, what are you up to like <laughs> how are you getting this happy you know and i'm not part of it <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, like, I'm falling in love with me again and i'm doing it before you wake up <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah and i i've actually like on days that i miss my training like for whatever reason like if something comes up i usually like wait till everyone goes to bed and then i do it later yep yep because that that, that's the thing everyone's different so this setting up this me time is going to look different for every single one of you like it might be a nighttime train it might be an early morning train it just everyone's life is going to be different so this these days leading up to us starting is where you want to really focus on setting aside that me time yeah wherever it might be in the day yeah and that's something that it's such a big habit because this that's like would you say this is like the first step yep it's first and the most important one because you do not want to have any excuses and most people like they don't put themselves first no no it's like more common than not like no one especially women especially mums and things like that you you it's you're going to struggle to put yourself first but it's going to be worth it it's going to be so worth it how how was like this one step how was this like you know just setting aside your me time every day how has that affected your life 
it's just made me remember who I am. It's made me love me again. It's made me believe in myself. It's made me just a better person. And I think once you notice that yourself, you're limitless. You can do anything you want to do. Yep. Mean. And so once you've got that me time sussed out and, and, and they've made that step, They've, they've set their time and they're starting to like, you know, put that into action. What comes next? After that, you want to choose your one thing. So your one thing is some, either choosing something that you, you really hate, that you want to be good at, or choosing something that you're already good at, that you really love doing, and then getting better at that. So, so choosing that one thing is really important. This is what you're going to be working on during your me time. And that's, so exercising, something that you can get good at. Yep, definitely. And, and like 1% at a time is, it seems small, but the way that it's built up, you're going to notice all the changes. You're going to notice so many big changes in just choosing this one thing and working on that one thing. You can add other things, but this one thing is going to be our main focus. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. So tell us the story about yours. So mine was... Running. And why I chose running was because it was freaking hard. It was the hardest thing that I could think of. You know, it was the thing I didn't want to do the most. So I chose that one thing and then I just jumped, got up on my day one, got up for my me time, stood on my treadmill. At first, you know, I was like, what am I really going to do? When I push start, am I going to fall off? Am I going to, you know, face plant? Who knows? Let's see. So I pushed start and I just started on, it was a, now that I look back, the pace that I started running on, it was a walking pace. But for me, it was a jog. And I was, it, like, if I was being watched by someone, they might have thought, you know, that's not running. That's <laughs> <laughs> that ain't running. She thinks she's running. <laughs> but for me, that was, that was way more than my walk. You know, it was, my walk was so slow that a little, a little bit of pace on the treadmill meant that I was running. And so I worked on that. I stayed at that pace and I just took it up. 1% at a time. Sometimes I just had to watch my feet moving one foot in front of the other just to say, hey, look, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm still doing it. Even though, you know, I'm saying, telling myself I don't want to do it. I can see my feet moving. They're still going. I'm, I am actually doing it. And then just the next, you know, working on that, just maxing out on my first run and then walking the rest of my, my me time. And then the next day coming back and just doing a little bit more than I did before. And then so on. Yeah, and I guess that's why it's so important to choose one thing because yeah. if you're chopping and changing, like you're doing this and you're doing this and you're doing this and you're never doing one thing consistently, you don't really, you yeah. can't track that 1%. No, and that's what we want to do. We want to see our results, not on the scale, but what with what we're doing, with our activity, with, with whatever our one thing is. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's worked for me, like yes. massively. That's good. So I've chosen my one thing and I just started off small, like you said, instead of trying to like kick my ass yep. on like you know that's it you don't want to do that you don't want to kick your own ass because you know you're gonna to have to do it 10 times harder the next day like you want to improve little by little every single day because that get just getting that one percent is like one of the most important things that's it and you'll be amazed at how awesome you feel from that one percent too like one percent doesn't sound like much but for you frick you're gonna feel amazing you're gonna feel like you can do anything there's i if if i was to so i'm i'm like 16 weeks in mm -hmm. roughly if i was to take a video of the first day that i started to now i would say i'm like 
I had gained more than 1%. I'm probably like 500% yes. better, to be honest. That's good. <laughs> but I was taking it so slow. Yeah, that's good. That's the, that's the results that mean more than anything. Those kind of results. Yeah. And, and those are the ones we, we're going for here. And that, that, that also ties into something that you told me a while ago about how when, when you first started, you chucked out the scales mm-hmm. and you started like taking photos of yourself. Yeah. This is another big thing. You want to document this. You want to take photos. I, I took photos because in my head, I wanted to be the proof someday that this was possible. And I also, I didn't, I didn't want to use the scales. I wanted to find another way to track my progress. And that for me, that was photos. And so I really encourage everyone to take photos at the start of the journey. All the way through it, just take photos. And really, if you are needing to you know, give yourself some reassurance that this is working, then use the photos. Use the 1% gains. Do not use the scales. Yeah, so so you took photos. Did did you mostly take your photos like after you worked out? Like yeah, yeah. And then just like if I was like trying on something that I hadn't worn for ages and it, and it fits a little better, then I'll take a photo and be like, hey, where's that other photo that I had that I was in there and yeah. it was strangling me? <laughs> <laughs> and just put that like in the feel good bank yeah, so that on exactly. those days when you're down, and it really is a booster. It makes you want to keep going, and that's the kind of stuff that you need to to continue in this journey. And that's what it's all about, just con- continuing, continuing, continuing. One. And another thing that, that I want to bring up for everybody is you told me that you hated taking photos. Yes. That and, was... Yeah, and for the first... Because, well, I always used to just take photos of my face and not my body. And for, for ages, like before I started on this journey, that's all there is of me is photos of only my face. You know, there's a few of... Where, where my aunties and things yeah you didn't you like, didn't hey, know you didn't upload tag me take the tag off <laughs> those <laughs> ones there's a few of those ones but now i'm grateful for those and i wish i had taken more like i really wish i had believed in myself then to be able mm. to think you know i'm going to get past this one day i want to have this photo but once i started on this journey i just was like oh stuff it you know i don't need to show anyone these photos these are my photos and i'm the only one that's going to look at them so why not take them and how hard was it to take those photos? Yeah, it was tough. It was real tough. And especially seeing it, you know, like, because I had it on my phone. And sometimes I would put it as my screensaver just to just give me a, the kick up the ass that I needed sometimes. So, like, I'd, if I was feeling down or, like, I didn't want to train or anything like that, I would just turn my phone on and there's me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And I would even print these photos out weekly, chuck them in front of my treadmill and just, like, just look at the little bit of progress that I had there and keep going. That was my motivation to keep going. Wow. Wow. That's, that's like, that's another form of loving yourself. For sure. For sure. And it, sometimes it was tough. Even once I got past that, once I got past printing out stuff, I would put a mirror in front of my, and just watch myself run. Like just, and by that time I was proud of myself. So I wanted to see myself like running and, the first time I did it, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? <laughs> Is this a good idea? Oh, I don't know. But, you know, as time went on, because I had stuck that mirror to the wall, I couldn't get it off. So, like, that was just there now. And then as I went on with it, I noticed that I was, like, actually enjoying watching myself pushing past limits. Like, I could see it happening in front of me. Like, I could see me passing breaking point. Looking, I was looking at myself, and that was encouraging me, like, did i just do that i just saw it so yes i did it like and then videoing myself i progressed from the mirror to videoing myself and then yeah here i am so you could see yourself like being the proof yeah yeah and i could see like i the thoughts in my head were 
ah, oh, this is tough. You know, it's hard, it's hard. But looking at yourself and seeing that it is hard, but I'm still doing it. Like, yeah. that is just reassurance that it's hard, but you can do it. That's the main thing is taking that can't out of your vocabulary. But it's also, like you said the other day, that's because those negative thoughts are coming in, but you can visually see yep. I'm, I'm beating them. Yep. That's when you're turning your negative thoughts into positive it's fuel. Exactly, making it whatever you want it to be. Changing those thoughts. You can change those thoughts. That's crazy. So good. So powerful. You don't even know it. <laughs> and so let's talk about what the focus for this week is. Week one. For week one, the focus is to show up. So making sure we're doing whatever it takes to just show up for your me time. Which frick, that's for me, even now, sometimes I'm, I'm having to, like I'm waking up to my alarm. And then I'm lying in bed and I'm like, oh, really? I'm too tired. I just now, nah, oh, half an hour more. But I know that it's, I've got to, this is my habit and this is what I've got to do to live this lifestyle. So I will physically just roll my ass out of my bed, hit the floor, and then I'm awake. And then I'm like, okay, okay, I'm up. Let's do this. And then I'm into my me time. What was it like, you know, back when you first started? Yeah, it was tough. It was tough getting up. Especially because my, my me time was starting at 5am. So it was tough to, for me to get up at that time. You know, after being a stay-at-home mum and getting up whenever I felt like it to get the kids ready for school, which was usually around 8-ish, it was really tough to, to make that change. But I started relating it to things like that were already a habit in my life, like getting up for that morning coffee. Mm. And I'm like, Does, you know, I really need that morning coffee. I really need to work on me. So which is more important? And then just just making it making it a priority and and so trying to trying to turn it into a habit so that it ends up being like that morning coffee where you wake up and it's automatic like exactly you don't even think about like you just that's exactly you could do it with your eyes closed walk to the kitchen make that coffee i pretty much do that i pretty much do that now i'll wake up and i'll walk straight in here only one eye open i'm straight in the shed and i'm straight into my me time and it's and i can fully like testify to the fact that it does become a habit. Yeah. Like for, for me, somebody who wasn't, I, I had tried to do stuff for ages. Well, for about four years. Because <coughs> before that, I was working. And I was working so like I was fit. I had a, like yeah. a super um, active job. So I didn't really have to worry mm-hmm. about working out. Once that ended, for four years straight, like I just gradually put on weight. And, and I wasn't very active. And so getting into this, after learning those, those mindsets that you shared, I started doing this. And it took me a while. It took me like a good six weeks for it to actually become a habit. But I, all I focused on was just, I need to show up. Yep. I need to show up. And that's it. That's, that's the golden nugget right there. Like that's, that's the, the main thing that's going to get you there is making this a habit so that it becomes easy. Yeah. It's part of your life. Because after that six weeks, then I started to notice that I was craving training. Like it was, it's, you don't even notice that you're craving it, but you st- it just keeps on, it's on your mind all the time. <laughs> that's the one, that's exactly it. Like if you're addicted to anything, any coffee, if you're addicted to cigarettes, if you're addicted to alcohol, it's that same kind of It's the same feeling. feeling. You want that feeling, you know, you've been missing it so long, you want it, so you, you get it. Like The same, the same way that it. smokers like crave a cigarette, that's it. I was starting to crave training. Yay. And I was like, hmm, so Seth was right. Like, <laughs> she wasn't talking shit. That's it. That's exactly it. Yay. 
and so so this week the main focus is just getting to training and one thing that i've that i've learned mm-hmm. is that when like when you want to focus on getting to training what what happens is if you start training right like because i've done lots of different things i've done like boxing i've done victorious i've done lots of stuff yeah as soon as you go to that first training your brain starts thinking like okay i know what training is yeah. training is pushing yourself yeah. training is like getting ultra tired training yeah. is sweating your ass off yeah. and then being sore the next day yeah and so your brain starts like the next time you go to train your brain starts saying no 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 this, yeah. the, like this no, is I don't too be much. Sore. I don't want to be sweaty. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and it, and it starts creating excuses. It yeah. starts it starts telling you like, nah, nah, you're too tired. Like yeah. you haven't recovered yet. It starts saying like, you know, the kids need you, yeah. so like you shouldn't be doing that for yourself. Yeah. You need to do other stuff. And what I started to do, like to keep myself um, going, keep myself going to to make sure that I could keep showing up. Mm-hmm. I started creating my own expectations. Like I started right. saying, no, 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 I don't need to be sore. I don't need to be tired. I can just go out there and just do the bare minimum and be happy that I'm creating a habit because I'm still showing up every day. Hey, you just gave me goosebumps from that. <laughs> you gave That's me cold. goosebumps. I learned this from, from hanging out with you. Yeah. And so because I do boxing training, I just tell myself all I got to do is just go out there, be there. Throw one punch and I'm happy if I if that's all I do. Yep. As long as I stay stay there for my for my one hour. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like as long as we are getting up and physically making this a habit, that's all we need to do. We keep one thing consistent, which is showing up. That's all we're gonna focus on this week. Yeah. And the best part is your body always takes over. That's it. Sometimes it takes over a bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. Know you're running a marathon. No. Yeah. And you never know. You never know. Like what your body is capable of is so much more than what your mind will let it know. Exactly. It's 100% proof that your mind is weaker than your body. That's it. And the more you do this, the more you strengthen your mind. Yep. And you're going to make that realization just the same as, you know, we did when you work on this, on your one thing. So now, now I kind of just want to share a couple of stories with you guys that are just going to give you a bit of reassurance that you're not alone. Like there's so many people out there that struggle with, things that you don't even realize they might not even be a struggle for you like i had one one lady reach out to me and it wasn't even for herself it was for her friend because her friend wasn't ready to make that you know to reach out yet so her friend messaged me and did it on behalf of her and then just just told me a bit about her that made me realize there there are people that are where i was and there's like they can't even reach out yet and just the excitement I felt from being able to get that person, that one person past that, even if, if I could just get that person to message me one day, then that's progress for me and that's progress for, for them. And that's what we're going to work on. So if you are anywhere like in the start of your journey, if you are having those thoughts of, oh, I don't want to reach out, I don't, you know, I'm struggling today, but no, nah, I'm not going to say anything. Never do that. Like, this is what I'm here for. Reach out and you never know. Like, there's people who are worse off than you there's people who are there's so many different kinds of people and yeah it's just once sometimes once you hear about someone else's struggle it makes you a little bit more confident that that you can get things done and that you're not alone that there's a whole community of people that are just waiting for something like this to happen so that they can get out of it and so how did you feel back then like when you were when you were in that when you felt like that how did you feel like you were alone or did you feel like you had to do it all yourself? Definitely. Or? 
yeah, I did, and I, d- I, d- I didn't have this, like I didn't have a program like this to reassure me, I didn't, I didn't know, I just knew that there must be, like I thought there must be other people, like I can't be the only one, there's hundreds of thousands of people in the world, I can't be the only one that's feeling like this, and then once I got a certain way in my journey and I realised people, there are people like this, there's so many of them, then it just, it just made it, it just made me more passionate about it and yeah yeah and did it make it like did it lighten the load a little bit did yeah it? for sure it does it's it's kind of sad to think about it like that but it, but it does definitely does lighten the load when you realize you're not alone like when you realize people struggle with this too yeah you're, you're not the only one that that does yeah and when you think about the the kind of community that you that you're creating now with this program what how does this relate or how, you know, how is this going to be an outlet for people that were in, that are in that position? It's just going to, it's support. Like it's the support. Like if you're not getting this, the support from the people you're meant to, because let's be real. Some people don't have that support. Some people don't have a husband like I do and, or, you know, a supportive one at that or, or supportive family. So this is providing that for you. So if you don't have that, let's take that, away is an excuse because you do have it now you've got it here you've got it on this program you've got it with all these other women on the same mission as you there really is going to be no excuses here yeah what what other what other stories do you have to share with us hmm. what's what's the one where the the lady shared that she had typed the message heaps of times and then right yes they, i had a lady message me and she had well, I think it might have t- taken her a couple of months to actually send the message, but she had said once she did send it and I replied, she was like, I I actually have been writing, typing that message for, for you know, a, a while now and I've only just pressed send, like I've deleted it so many times, but I think I posted up something about my the start of my journey on my page and she had read that and it re- she related to it, so she got the courage to message me, realising, you know, I've been there too. And just providing that for her to feel safe enough to message me was next level. Like, the amount of people that are too scared to reach out, it really, it's really, like, I can't find the word, but it just makes me feel sad. Like, I guess I was, like, I wouldn't have reached out to anybody. I guess thinking back, I didn't, I like, for me, I didn't think I needed to reach out. But, it's just oh I'm getting emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting emotional with this one. But just just you know being that that person that people are wanting to reach out to it just makes this all worth it. It makes it everything that I've worked hard for worth it. Like yeah. reach out to me. Don't be shy. I'm I've been there. I've been through it. Whatever you need, whatever you're struggling with, I got you. Don't don't think you're alone. Cuz there's nothing else out there like this. There is nowhere for for people who are feeling that way. Yeah to reach out to yeah or to come together and be like i'm feeling the same way that's it and that's possibly why i didn't have no one to reach out to because there was nothing like this then there was nothing there wasn't and so have you did you always know that you wanted to create something like this or i i've i remember being on my first weight loss journey like before the successful one my many my the first time i tried to lose weight i remember thinking yeah i'm gonna show them i'm going to show them this is possible i'm going to help other people one day but at that time it was just like a 
it's just a dream you know i'm not going to tell anyone about it <laughs> it's just a dream no one's going to believe me look how you know obese i am mm. no one's going to believe that i'm going to get there but it, in the back of my mind i've always thought if i can do it imagine how many other people can do it like imagine how many other people i can help do it i just need to get there myself first and and so when did the vision for for this come into play i think i think it was once I had my first person reach out to me and this person reached out to me while I was still in the middle of my journey. So I wasn't a success story yet. You know, I could have given up at some stage. But this person reached out to me and was like, hey, what are you doing? What are you? And this is when I realized she's asking me for help. And she like, really? I can help people? And I think that's when I realized, okay. And this person wasn't in the same country as me. This person, I had never met them before and they were reaching out to me to help them. That's just made me realise I, c- I could help so many people Yeah. get past what I've just gotten past. And that's where I wanted to grow it from and I've just been working towards it ever since, like slowly but surely because I knew I wasn't ready for it back then. I knew I wasn't confident enough yet. I didn't, I didn't think that I had what it took and then just slowly making getting out of my comfort zone and, and just getting more confident of I'm ready mm. and I'm excited as hell awesome well I think we're just about reached our time limit mm-hmm. so what do you want everybody to know we're going into this they're listening to this in their week one what's the final piece of advice I would say show up that's my advice show up for you don't show up for anybody else don't this week, show up for you. Mm. Next week, you can show up for someone else. But this week, I want you to focus on showing up for you, making this your one consistent for the week. You don't want to give it up for anyone. Just show up for you. Cool. And then show up next week to listen to this. Yes, episode there'll be more two. next week. Come again next week. <laughs>